Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Jonah 2, Yonah Perak Bays. This is Saul Weinreb, the host for your podcast. At the end of chapter 1, Jonah was just thrown off the ship which he was on when he was attempting to travel to Tarshish in order to escape his mission, which God had given him to bring the message of destruction to Nineveh. So, and at that point, the storm that was in the sea had stopped. The sailors continued on their journey or turned back to land. We don't hear from them anymore, but they had a peaceful remainder of their journey while Jonah is in the sea. Uh, Presumably, he's in a stormy sea like we mentioned before. And let's start by... Chapter 2, verse 1, Vayiman Adonai Dog Gadol, and God had prepared. It sounds like he had, had already prepared a large fish, Levloa at Yonah, in order to swallow Yonah. Vayihi Yonah Bime'eha Dog, and Yonah resided within the stomach of the fish, Shiloshoyamim Ushiloshoyalos, three days and three nights. Vayispalel Yonah El Adonai Elohav, Mime'eha Daga, and Yonah prayed to the Lord his God from within the belly of the fish. Vayomer, and he said as follows. Now the remainder, the beginning, most of this prayer that we're about to read, Jonah speaks of it in past tense. There are many commentaries that try to explain why he speaks of this in past tense, but the most obvious and most simple explanation is that at least in the beginning, And for most of this prayer, Jonah is speaking from the safety of the belly of the fish. He is speaking about the prayer that he had said while he was drowning. The first obvious question that one asks is that until this point, it was clear in chapter 1 that Jonah refused to pray. He didn't pray to God. It seemed like, as we pointed out then, that he had some sort of a death wish. He would rather die than go on the mission that God sends him. I'm going to put it out there so that we understand this prayer, that once Jonah was drowning while he was saying this prayer, he did then pray, praying for his own safety, praying to survive. But he he still maintained that same death wish, that he would rather die than fulfill the mission of God, that God had sent him on to, to go to Nineveh. However, nonetheless, he was prayed that he survive and maybe repay God some other way. I, I know I'm going out on a limb to say that before I read the verses, but now let's read the verses and you can see where, I, where how this fits and where I got this from. So Vayomer, and he said as follows, Korasi, I called out Mitzoroli when I was suffering, El Adonai to God, Vaya'aneni. And he answered me, Mibeten Sha'ol, from the belly of the depths of hell, Shivati, I screamed out, and Shamatakoli, and you heard my voice. Imagine him drowning and crying out to God to save him. And God heard him. And you cast me or sent me into the depths in the heart of the sea. And rushing water surrounded me. All of your huge breaking waves, and massive waves, they washed over me. So he's being tossed and turned in a stormy sea. And I said, I'm lost. 
I have been divorced. I have been sent away from before you, God. This is an unusual statement considering that it was his own choice to run from God. It was his own choice to be divorced from God. He chose to get on the boat to run to Tarshish away from God. And then once on the boat, when the storm started, he chose, rather than turn around and go back and fulfill his mission, he chose that he'd rather get thrown in the sea. So it would seem that he's saying something else, that now he, would, he was hoping that by now he might be able to get out of this by praying to God in some other way and somehow repaying God in a different way, but not have to do the mission. And now he's saying that, oh no, I'm going to actually die, and everything will be lost. Will I ever be able again to look upon your glory in your holy temple? So now we're starting to get an inkling of what Jonah is thinking. He's thinking, well, if I tell God I'm going to go pray to you in your temple and sacrifice to you in your temple, Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll be able to survive, I'll be able to live on, continue what I perceive to be my mission towards you, God, which is worshiping in the temple, but not have to do that mission upon which you sent me. Afafuni mayamad nefesh. Water has closed in over me, closed in over my soul, to homi sovaveni, the depths have surrounded me. Now you can imagine he's sinking into the water. I'm surrounded, my head is surrounded by seaweed or growths, the plants of the sea. The kitzvei harim yoradati, I'm now sinking to the base of the mountains, the mountains that peek over the water. Now I'm at their base at the bottom of the sea. The land has now, the, the, the bars or the prison of the earth has now closed in front of me. And then you, God, lifted my life out from the depths. Adonai Elohai, the Lord my God. When my life was, was, was um, leaving me, was floating away, was going away at Adonai Zacharti, I remembered God. And my prayer came before you, to your holy temple. Again, Jonah is emphasizing that his prayer reached God in his holy temple. And this is what sustained me. Mishamrim Havleshav, those who keep and, and stick to beliefs which are shav, which are falsehood, chastomya azovu, they will ultimately leave their kindness. They will ultimately forsake their kindness. This verse has many, many interpretations. I'm going to go with this verse is really referring to those he was thinking about the sailors that originally had ideas of falsehood. They had ideas of worshiping idols that were useless, that were false. They were the Mishamrim Havleshav. They were the ones that are keeping false ideologies. As long as they stick to false ideologies, they may have been kind, but eventually that kindness will go away, will turn around. Only those who understand God will stick with their kindness, will stick with being good people forever. Vani and I, Bekol Todah, with the sound of thanks, as Bukhalach, I will bring sacrifices to you. Asher nodarti ashalema, that which I promised, I will keep. God is the one who brings deliverance. It is astounding that in this entire prayer, Jonah ignored 
the main reason why he was in the sea in the first place. In this entire prayer, he said nothing about, okay, God, I'm going to go and do the mission you sent me on. We're going to see in the next chapter a proof to what I'm saying, but we don't really need a proof because we can see he, there was no mention here. There was a mention of going back to the temple, of praying to the temple. As Bukhai will bring sacrifices in the temple. I can't wait till I see the temple and so on and so forth. It seems like Yonah is thinking, I don't want to die because I want to go back to the mission that I believe my mission is, which is to worship you in the temple, as a prophet in the temple. My mission, Jonah is thinking, is not to go to Nineveh. And God saved me so that I can go back to the temple. As we see in the last verse, God said to the fish, And he spit out Jonah after those three days onto the shore, onto the dry land. And Jonah is now thinking, okay, God listened to my prayer. Now I can go back to my own normal business, right? This is what Jonah is thinking. It's astounding that at, through the, one would think that through drowning in the sea, Jonah would come to the realization that what God wants is for him to go to Nineveh, fulfill this mission. But even at the door of death itself, Jonah was still not able to see that in order to truly fulfill the mission that God wants, he needs to be able to sell himself, to swallow that pill, humble himself before God and say, you know what, I am supposed to go on this mission. I'm supposed to go to Nineveh and I'm going to promise God to take me that I'm going to go to Nineveh. Thank you so much for listening to Jonah chapter 2. Looking forward to studying chapter 3 together.